Alright, I'll make this short and quick, because you hear that ringing. That's the type of fucking shit I've been dealing with all week. Technical issues, sickness, a billion different factors are, are the reasons why this podcast is late. I apologize so much. So, uh, you know, as a result, we're just going to get into the episode. I'm not even going to do the corrections from last week. I'll make up for those next week, I promise. But I just don't want you to have to listen to that fucking ringing this entire time. Apologize again. Sorry it's late. Sorry about this. Just run the podcast. Welcome to the Previewers Podcast. Doing that one again. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Previewers Podcast. My name is Joe. This is these are reviews about movies we haven't seen yet. Uh, today it's another car cast, another mobile cast, whatever you want to call it. And uh, today I'm joined by my uh, compatriot, my friend, ah. Mr. Ryan Mason. Ryan, how are you doing today? Doing all right, man. How are you? I'm doing well. I, you saw Wonder Woman this week. I did. Spoiler free, why was it so much better than a lot of the other super movies out there, according to everyone else? Oh, you can just, there's a story. Oh. That is, like, literally, I walk out, and everyone was like, oh, this is great. And I was like, yeah, like, just a coherent plot just does wonders. <laughs> just something I can get to A to B and not go, why did you do that? Damn. That's why we loved Marvel movies in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're back. And now they're back. We <laughs> like That was DC's uh, ultimate trick, is that they made us hate them for so long that all they have to do is do the least amount, and we love them. Just like Marvel. Yeah. Kind of. Kinda, we kind of love them. We'll see what DC does next. We'll we'll see. Oh, well, we still we, hate Warner Brothers. No, no. Oh, oh God, yes, I do. <laughs> yes, no. That was the. I think the funniest meme I saw over the weekend, leading into Wonder Woman, was um. Oh, I don't want this message sending the wrong. Uh, I don't want this movie sending the wrong message to my kids. And it's like, oh, what the women are great and war is bad. Know that they can expect better DC films <laughs> in the future. <laughs> it's like, no, no. That's yeah. my biggest worry, is that my, it's going to lull me into a false sense of security. Yeah, hopefully it's not an aberration, but it probably is. All right. Uh, so enough on Wonder Woman. Let's get to the games. Uh, okay. This is a car, so why don't we play a car game? Let's play Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon again. I love I love this game. Uh, this is really fun. Uh, for those of you that don't know what it is, uh, basically we connect uh, two actors using movies and people they were in movies with. Uh, in six movies or less. So, for example, if I said, uh, connect Andrew Garfield and Ryan Gosling, you would say, well, Andrew Garfield was in The Amazing Spider-Man with Emma Stone, who was in Gangster Squad with Ryan Gosling, or in Crazy Stupid Love with Ryan Gosling, or in uh, La La Land with Ryan Gosling. Dang, they, they're doing a lot of stuff together. Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, so <laughs> so that, that that's an example. You basically what I'm saying? Yeah, All absolutely. Right. Let's, uh, why don't you throw me one? Kevin Bacon to who? I'm going to go Kevin Bacon to uh, Tom Welling. Who the fuck is Tom Welling? You cannot do that to me if I don't know the actor. It's going to be a very boring game. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll, I'll back off. <laughs> uh, Kevin Bacon to Dane DeHaan. Okay, okay. Kevin Bacon was in Super with Rain Wilson. Okay. No, 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 sorry. Kevin Bacon was in Super with uh, Ellen Page, duh, who was in How Best to Do This. Who was in Inception with... That's a good choice. Not yeah. that I know it, but like that's uh, that's a good movie to branch yeah, off. Yeah, of. exactly. That's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to do. And I I've got a couple movies of his in mind, but I don't have a connection quite yet. Uh, he wasn't. Sorry, he was Inception. She was in Inception. With Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> I may lose on the first one. Just not nah. enough. <laughs> no, uh, clearly I'm not because I'm so smart. Because <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in Fifty Fifty with Seth Rogen. Yes. Who was in 
super bad with Emma Stone, who was in The Amazing Spider-Man with Dane DeHaan, motherfucker. Thank you. Thank you. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Thank you. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. Well done. That was beautiful. All right. Now now you have to go through the trouble of naming a Dane DeHaan movie. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. What have I done? And connecting him to Helen Mirren. Fuck. Oh, no. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right, here I go. <laughs> here I go, naming films. Dane DeHaan was in Chronicle with Michael B. Jordan, who was in... <sighs> that awkward moment with... <laughs> interesting route, interesting choice here. Now, which branch to choose? Uh... I certainly know which way I go. I can already get one. Uh, with... Shit, I just... I think I, I thought I just had it for a second. With Miles Teller... <sighs> was in... <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Miles Teller, who was in... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's correct. Come on, Ryan. You can do this. What has Helen Mirren been in? <laughs> what has Helen Mirren been in? Oh, no. <laughs> okay, I'm in Miles Teller right now. What what, what movie am I at? Am I at four? Uh, or am I at three? I'm not going to pay too close attention to the movies, but okay. you're, you're on three or four. You can't go crazy. All right. <laughs> you All can't right. just start naming movies until <laughs> whatever, but, you know, you stay within seven or eight, you'll be fine. All right. <laughs> Fuck you, Miles Teller. <laughs> you can't even name a Miles Teller. Movie. Oh, I've got I've got a bunch, but I'm like I'm trying to think of an actor. <laughs> but in they those. all co-star Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you! Damn you, Joseph! <laughs> Who the fuck is Helen Mirren? <laughs> Who the fuck is Helen Mirren? Oh my gosh. Come on, dude. She's a Brit. Oh, I know I know who she is. I know who she is. That was that was uh, me being yeah, that's a real dramatic dame Helen Mirren. I don't know if she's been knighted. I, I don't think, think she has. I'm pretty sure she I'm pretty why wouldn't they knight her? Mm. She's like what, seventy? She's still hot. I'd knight that ass. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm just trying to buy you time, man. I know, man. I know. It's... Hmm. I'm gonna work backwards. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Because I have a good actor to connect to Helen Mirren, but I just need a good movie to get him off of. If it's who I think it is, I'm going to laugh and laugh because you're going to realize exactly where you've made your fatal mistake. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I think you spent five minutes trying to figure this out. I know, out. I know. Okay. All right. I'm, give me, give me 45 more seconds and then I'm just going to say I lose. Okay. I believe in you though. Take us through your backwards thought process. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get Helen Mirren to to Morgan Freeman. Oh no, that's not where I thought you were going with this, but okay. Um, Morgan Freeman is in everything. <laughs> <laughs> Just get him to Miles Teller, dude. <laughs> Morgan Freeman was in Bruce Almighty with Jim Carrey, who looks like Miles Teller. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and that they are both white. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All white people look the same. Um, Morgan Freeman was in. Damon. Wait. No, no. I'm just gonna quit. All right, all right. What did, what did you have? Dane DeHaan was in Chronicle with Michael B. Jordan, who was in that awkward moment with Zac Efron, who yep. was in Baywatch with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who was in Fast and Furious 8. Shit, she was in Fast and Furious 8! With Helen Mirren. Damn it, Ryan! <laughs> you fool! And that's how you connect the dots, my friend. And that's, that's you know, that pretty much cements me as this week's champion. <laughs> Of six degrees of Kevin Bacon. I think you won the last one, so uh, I've, I've won the last three. I think so. You've won a bunch of games so far. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. it was a good run because I usually it was a good run. Lose, and then I dragged you into a, a sand pit of my own creation and beat you. Damn it! In my own dojo. I gotta go watch Pell and Mirren movies now. Yep, that's your punishment, <laughs> and our punishment is putting on our day trader suits, grabbing oh. our block. Day trading cell phone. Is that even like a... I don't even know if that's a staple of the day trader. I might have just seen it in one movie when I was a kid. You know what? I think I'm, I'm going to allow it. Okay, sure. Well, you know what? We'll double down. We'll make it a car phone. That's what day I'm saying. A, a giant, like, block car phone. Oh, that's yeah. That's what I'm saying. Then, yes, I'm 100% on okay. board. I yes. wish I was a lot more clear about that now in the past few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so we got all that on. This is Buy, Sell, Stay. This is where we look at the trailers for the movies coming out this week. And, uh, you know, we are interested, we're not interested, or we're around the same amount of interested that we were before we saw a trailer for this movie. Got it. <laughs> Every week I'm bad at explaining that. I've had, this is week 26. I still cannot figure out a way to explain the concept. Of uh, myself stay. Yeah, other than that we're day traders, you know? And it's trailers instead of... Instead stock. Of stock leads. Right, yeah. <laughs> I think it's... I think it's it's explained well enough. It's not. It's not. So let's look at the first trailer uh, that I saw for this week. It's uh, highly anticipated. Okay. It's the sequel. Oh, no. To America's favorite Pup oh, Star. God. Pup Star 2 Better Together is coming out. The trailer came out this week. This is about some pup stars. It's talking animals on a show that uh, uses mainly puns. Oh, my God. Pop star like pop star. Yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, it's an American Idol like t show. Uh, let me read you the exact description offline because I'm pretty sure someone edited the IMDb page that is not involved with the movie. Uh, because the description on the IMDb page is dogs go and do singing and stuff, and then in all caps, <laughs> empowering. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty accurate from the trailer we we watched. What did you think? What did you think of the trailer? Are you buying on this movie? You, you, you know stand? I'm. Not, you know I'm not. <laughs> you know I'm selling so much. I just want the world to know that this movie exists. Not only does this movie exist, it got a sequel. This is a movie where there's an American. I this is years after American Idol now is even relevant, and people are coming out with American Idol. Pun named dog judges. All the dogs are talking. All the dogs are talking. It's Airbud Entertainment is the oh name of the production God. company. Is this direct to DVD? Please tell me it's direct to DVD. I can't I remember. No, I just don't know. It's Airbud Entertainment, so you've got to assume they got a, they got the, out of the theater game after two. They got out of the theater game after that one he's playing football. Oh no, Joe. There were like six more. Yeah, but those all went direct to DVD. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There oh, were like okay. 20 more. <laughs> the football one went to theaters? I think it must have. It probably did. It probably did. Because the first one was basketball. It was a pretty The first one I saw was football. Oh. And then I went back and saw the basketball <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, Okay. Where, you know, if you look in the rule book, Ryan, there's nothing that says dogs can't play basketball. I'm going to have to look at that rule book, but uh, I'll, you know, for now I'll take your word for it. I don't know who designed the work, the, the rule book. <laughs> Uh, and who made a loophole that glaring? <laughs> only, <laughs> only fit people, and or animals. Yes, wait a oh, No, no. Nice catch. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> only biological fit biological creatures may play this game. Fit mammals. Fit mammals. Even better. 
Yeah, you don't want to open that open that door for air hermit crabs. So you're buying on Popstar? No, too. man, I'm okay. selling. All right, well, fine. No. What about uh, the, our next trailer of the week, Paddington Two? What do you? How do you feel? Wait, about you that? didn't say how you felt about it. Popstar Two? Yeah. Buying, hundred percent. Okay. How did this movie get made? <laughs> you have to know. How many puns are going to be in the movie? How many times are they going to do a joke that you've seen in eight other children's comedies <laughs> since Tom and Jerry? Sign you up? Sign me up. All right. Sign me up for Paddington 2 as well. This is another movie about the Paddington Bear. Yeah. The Paddington Bear. I'm a little sick this week, folks. I'm very sorry. Uh, this is another movie about the Paddington Bear. He is settled in with the Brown family, Ryan. He's in there. Oh, there's right? a family. Okay. Yeah, and now he's trying to, you know, he's beloved by the community, and he's trying to do a bunch of odd jobs. So they can save up money to get a present for Aunt Lucy's 100th birthday. She's turning 100, and he needs the money. But then it's stolen. Oh, jeez. The gift was stolen by some local thieves and hooligans. Ryan, what is he to do? What will you do with all this suspense? I'm buying 100% Paddington 2. Yeah, I'm in there. What about you? I'm going to stay. Okay, you're going to stay? <laughs> yeah. That is more of a positive response than I expected. Why are you going to stay? Because I'm basing it off of how I felt about Paddington 1, and that was I didn't care, so I'm just going to stay at that based <laughs> off of this trailer. <laughs> so... Just as interested as last time. I'm sorry. I Wait, just... who's voicing the bear? Is it Bill Murray? It's not Bill Murray. Oh. What, did he voice it the first time? I don't, I don't believe so. I think he might have. Did he? Really? I think he might have. I'll, I'll have to look Some, that up. Somebody voiced uh, a bear that I knew, and I was like, huh, man, he must have needed a paycheck. It's going to be one of those settle this, those in the corrections it's arguments. Probably, uh, it's probably Jeffrey Tambor. It's probably Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> <laughs> Who I commonly mistake for Bill Murray. <laughs> Bill Murray wasn't great in Arrested Development. No, Ryan, that's the poor man's Bill Murray. True. <laughs> that's Bill Murray doesn't want to do it, guy. <laughs> Got it. God, Bill Murray passed hard on transgender. <laughs> so hard. Transparent. Fuck me. Uh, sorry. You got there. <laughs> Jeffrey you both Ta did. Jeffrey Tambor, I'd like to apologize. I don't believe he's the poor man's Bill Murray. Uh, in actuality, uh, I saw these two. I just saw these two kids trailers. I added to the list. You probably thought it was unusual. Thought it was. I added to the fucking list because, like, that's two children's movies. Yeah. That are just that just seem like the most paint by numbers fucking jokes. And you go back to the emoji movies. That's like three. It's like, are we with Pixar being bastardized? Are we out of the golden era of children's movies? Are we? I think so. I think it'll be another like. 10 years or so before we get a good one again. Really? I think so. We I have think to wait I think that long. Over. I think it's over. God damn. Like, even the thing I'm most excited about, but like, um, five years of sequels has just made me cynical was Incredibles 2. Huh. And so I just, I, I'm, at this point, I'm bummed that it's happening right. in the next couple of years because it's not going to be good. Yeah. It's I, a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, it just stinks, man. It's, you know, those that I, there are a lot of children's movies that I can go back on and I like as, you know, as an adult. Yeah. Uh, up, Toy Story, uh, just, you know, name a Pixar movie. Shrek's not bad anymore. Right. You know, Shrek's not that bad. First don't, one's still really yeah, good. Yeah, don't watch the sequels. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, it just it just stinks to see all this uh, uh, horseshit, basically. Out yeah, there. no, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering with you. I, I miss, I really miss, uh, like, going to a good kids movie. But, like, to be fair, not to be fair, but um, I think there are animated movies that are not necessarily children's movies that, that are really good. Like, I saw Your Name a while ago, and that was, I thought, was a really good movie. So I think I just gotta, like, move away from, like, something that is geared towards kids and just go, like, obscure. Yeah. Maybe we're just getting older. Maybe we're just assholes. Maybe that's pro. I mean, that's probably it. I, I don't want it to be that way, but it just you know, I I, I don't want to hold them to a, a, a super high standard. Like Inside Out is still good. Yeah, that came out. That's a children's. Well, movie. It was an original. Like, that's the thing, though, is that it was an original thing, and we, as, as people who like movies, we we like more creative choices. Yeah, and so we're seeing a lot of repeats because that's the era we're in. Yeah, is, is rehashing things that worked before. You make, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right, let's let's move on. Uh, this next one's actually a fan-made movie. I was I was excited to talk about. This is called Voldemort: Origins of the Air. Mm. It's a uh, trailer that's going around. This is actually a Kickstarter um, oh, campaign because it got a lot of traction. 
Um, and then Warner Brothers got a hold of it, and they had to halt production until they had a quote-unquote conversation. Right. Warner Brothers has officially given their blessing, and now they have, uh, because they're going to release it for free on YouTube. Gotcha. Um, and I think that was always the plan. I never, I don't think it was ever anything that way, but, like, you know, rights are still tricky. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Warner Brothers is giving their official blessing, so they're going to be releasing this one. Trailer came out this week. What did you think of it? You know, it, it was all right. I think I'm... On, uh, I, this is one of those things I am going into cynical. I'm just kind of tired of the Harry Potter stuff. I thought, um, I thought Deathly Hallows Part Two was like was a fine end uh, to, to like movies, the movie Potter universe. Yeah. Like I, I got the books. I got those. I'm good. I don't need anything else. And so, really, just that the books would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, after a while, it became like. Uh, a ritual for me to like that a book came out that summer and a movie was coming out that summer too so I think it was by Order of the Phoenix that was happening yeah so I was I was just really into Harry Potter at the time so still have a like a soft spot for, soft spot for those movies but that being said I'm done yeah I, I don't need any more and um all you telling me that the the Warner Brothers the Warner Brothers the Warner Brothers <laughs> in their shiny <laughs> office the WB door that you have to swing open like a vault. One door says W, the other one says B. That's right. Of course. That's right. <laughs> um, but uh, you telling me that they gave them the blessing, just like, I knew that the the rumor is that the these next batch of movies are like also telling the, how Voldemort started to rise. Like, it's going to be Grindelwald at first, but kind of how he set the stage for Voldemort to become a thing. Mm-hmm. So it's re- like, to me, it's just like, oh, we'll get a free marketing out there for yeah. uh, for, for what we're doing. So, sell, but the special effects look good. I'm I'm proud of that fan film fan <laughs> film for for being able to get that production value. Uh, also gonna sell. Uh, uh, you pretty much said everything uh, yeah. that needed to be said about that. So I'll just say that uh, the speech the girl gave at the begin and in, in the trailer was just kind of uh, not that well written. Right. So yeah. <laughs> so didn't really make me excited for it. So you know, two sells, but uh, hey. They're putting it out there. You know, go see it. Go see it for free if you're a Harry Potter fan. See what you think. Uh, Like, comment, and subscribe about what you think. And uh, tell us we're wrong. Whatever the fuck you want to do. All right. Uh, The most... The... The most anticipated trailer I think uh, came out this week that came out this week was Murder on the Orient Express. Okay, this is the Johnny Depp movie. Movie. It also has Kenneth Branagh, Penelope Cruz, Willem Dafoe, Judy Dench, Josh Gad, Derek Jacoby, Leslie Odom Jr., Jr., Michelle Pfeiffer, and the now infamous Daisy Ridley. I don't know why I said infamous like that. Like she uh, committed a murder. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know that I would say that she's famous just yet. Like, I, th- I think Infamous is is uh, is valid just for for the level of fame that she's at. Yeah, sure, sure. We'll say we'll say that. We'll leave it at that. Uh, this is about the murder that takes place. It's a remake of a, of the old uh, classic film. Uh, this is about a murder that takes place on a train, and then uh, one inspector's rush to stop it before another murder happens. Right. Uh, he's the most talented inspector in the world, and, uh, what, what'd you think of the trailer, Ryan? I liked it up until the last 15 seconds. Yeah. I thought, I thought the, the, um, the movement down the train as it introduced the characters, I thought that was a really neat idea, um, and each of them sort of showing their personalities in that. I was like, oh, this is a, this is a cool setup for the movie, but then it immediately, like, the 15 seconds is when he says, I'm the best detective in the world. And then it goes into that weird fucking song. I was like, what? You you, you ruined it. Make believe Believe What does that have to do with murder? Why? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm totally with you. I'm 100% with you on that one. I'm going to sell just because of those yeah. last 15 seconds. It's like, if that is in the movie, then, like, what the fuck, you know, what the fuck are you doing? Why do, why do we need to remake this movie if you're not going to focus on the writing and shit like that? Like, yeah. what's the point? You're like, oh, we want to showcase new actors. It's not like there's more special effects you can show <laughs> uh, for a fucking, like, basically play. 
Yeah, it's like, no, it, yeah. So it's like, so you want to showcase some new actors, you want to showcase some talent in the 21st century, fine. Write it well. Like, <laughs> yeah. Don't spend all your money on a fucking cool promo where you get to, sh- you know, go through the drain and then the names flash above <laughs> their shoulder. <laughs> it's, you know, I, I don't know. No, no, that's, that's, that's accurate. It, it just makes, it makes me think it's not in good hands. You know what I'm saying? The execution. It was all flash. No, no substance. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what worries me. You, what are you thinking the same? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I like, I, I thought it was a neat idea, but like there wasn't enough going on. And then the fifth, the, and then they just didn't even like land it well. Yeah. And like they landed it in the worst way. They broke both their legs in the landing. Yep. 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 So sell all together. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on to one of our favorite actors. Uh, Idris Elba is back in the news again. He's doing something with Kate Winslet. It's <laughs> called The Mountain Between Us. It's about the mountain that's between them. Oh, also, they've uh, crash landed <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in the mountains. <laughs> and uh, they try and go through the wilderness once they realize help is not coming. Uh, Ryan, what do you think of the movie? Also, there's a dog. Uh, people don't want to bring this up. Or not people don't want to bring this up. <laughs> People are trying to hide this from you. No one wants you to know there's a dog in the movie. Wake up, sheeple. There's a dog in this film. There's a motherfucking dog in this film. I know they drag... I almost forgot to mention is what I I was trying to say. Uh, There's a dog in this film. They drag along a dog for some reason, which I always hate. I hate seeing dogs in harm's way. It's like a cheap way to get my investment. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So what did you think of the trailer, Ryan? I don't know, man. I think I'm going to... I don't want to sell because I've sold so much tonight, but I'm leaning towards it. I think they're both good, good actors. Um, I, and I think this is a this is a good um, what's a, like isolation movie to just like let those two act. Yeah. And I'm interested enough in that, so I think I'll stay. But otherwise, like it, it does seem to like just be pulling at those strings. But if if I'm going to just see the act and I'm like not looking for anything spectacular like plot wise, then it's then I'll buy on it. So I'll go in the stay, still stay around. Makes sense, makes sense. I'm going to sell. Yeah. I, I didn't see The Grey, and everyone told me The Grey was great after it had already come out, and I would always say, that's so, that's fine. I'm not going to go see The Grey. Yeah, no. I'm not going to go see The Grey minus wolf fights. Like, if I'm not going to go see The Grey, I'm not going to go see The Grey minus wolf fights. <laughs> I'm going to go see The Grey with the opposite of wolf fights, a dog fighting for his life. Like, I just, I just don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. That's fair. Uh, uh, so I'm not going to go see it. So I'm going to sell. And that's, and that's that. Uh, let's catch up on a movie we've already seen a trailer for. We watched the Red Band for this earlier this year. Yeah. And uh, it was one of our favorite trailers so far. Now the regular just Green Band trailer one. Here's the plot trailer came out this week. Yeah. For the Little Hours. This is the Aubrey Plaza movie and uh, um, the other Franco Dave Franco. That's him. Uh, Dave plays a guy who is running from his master, so he takes uh, shelter in a monastery, uh, a nun monastery, is that what you call it? Convent. Convent, yes. Takes shelter in a convent, uh, and a lot of raunchy stuff happens. Mm, Uh, So much raunch. So so much raunch. Raunch, raunch, not raunch, Ryan. (laughs) Ryan, how did you feel... Ah, smooth Please transition. Please call me Ronch Please. from now on. Ronch, how'd you feel about that Ryan-y trailer? That, I guess that non-Ryan-y trailer, since it's a, since it's a green band. <laughs> um, it was alright. It didn't, it didn't, uh, dissuade me from it, but it didn't add anything to it for me. Um, I guess I got a, like, yeah, it was just that. It was a little more of the plot, which I was, I was fine not knowing. Right. So I'll just stay. Stay is a good move. I'm going to go ahead, and I bought a ton of shares the last time this came out. I'm going to go ahead and just sell a tiny amount of those. Okay. Tiniest amount of those. Trailer was just slightly underwhelming. And right. in my mind, if that's the difference between Green Band and the Red Band, and my, you know, a little bit in my head, I'm just like, well, what uh, What does that mean? Right. Does that mean it's going to be overly that much? You know, overly... You raunchy. Know, I hate saying overly raunchy because that's it feels like something that... Um, it, I know what you're saying. 
I, but I, I also know the sentiment you're going for in that they are you're worried that they're going to rely on it too much. Yes, I would hate for that to happen. Yeah, uh, I think it would really detract from it. But uh, I, I still think it's good hands. I still think things are going to happen. I'm just quietly sh- selling a few shares. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I do. All right, that's a, that's a good move as well. Yes, hopefully, hopefully it is. <laughs> uh, this next one is another period piece. It's called Victorian Abdul. It's about uh, Queen Victoria. And uh, a, her young servant named Abdul, who she ri- raises to teacher position, and who he, you know, he rises to a position of influence and yeah. uh, uses that to help his people back in India. Uh, it's a real heartwarming story about an unlikely, unlikely friendship between an old queen and just a poor beggar boy, yeah. a poor minority. That's great. Looking for help, Ryan. That's so wonderful. What did you think of it? I'm a sell. Okay. I don't. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired just in general. I'm tired just and just in not in general, but like I'm just tired of like the. Oh, let's all come together. Look, old white lady with power and minority can do it. We all can together. I'm just done <laughs> with this white person of power and this minority of. Lesser power, lesser but, power, but way le- more than he could have had without the help of this white person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, done, done, been done for a while. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and sell on this one too. It's a story that you know, taking a race out. Let's take race out of it for a second. It's a mm-hmm. story we've seen a billion times. Yeah, <laughs> you know, don't really need to see it again. Kind of interesting if you're a history buff. I, I imagine maybe. Yeah, I part of me was like, oh, is that true? I should look that up. But I'm not gonna watch the movie. Yep, that's that's. <laughs> That's a uh, perfect way to handle it, I think. All right, let's move on to the last trailer of the week, which was my personal favorite, uh, so you probably already know which way I'm going on this one. This is Logan Lucky. Oh, thank God. This is the new Steven Soderbergh movie uh, with Adam Driver and Channing Tatum playing the two brothers, the two Logan brothers in the lead. Daniel Craig is in the movie. He plays uh, he plays the person helping them out with the crime. They're yeah. basically robbing... Uh, oh, God, it's not a bank, is it? No, it was the it was a race. Like, I can't think of the name, but for the it's sake a, of Daytona 500, yeah, it's a NASCAR, and it, not Daytona because that's in Florida. It's right. a NAS, It's the one. It's one in North Carolina. Gotcha. They're robbing a NASCAR race in North Carolina, uh, and uh, using Daniel Craig's help, uh, and along with the help of some other people who I uh, did not look up, so I will not name right now. But if you watch the trailer, they're right at the end. They're flashing the whole time. You're, it's real. It's real <laughs> cool. Ryan, what'd you think of the trailer? I loved it. I thought it was really good. It, it, um, I think it's gonna be really funny. And then, and then that's enough for me. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, oh, thank God. They, like, that's literally what I was like, oh, yes. There was some good out of this week. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was something that I was like, yeah, I'll go see that. So I'm going to buy on this one. Yeah, I'm also going to buy a bit, mostly because I was not at all interested beforehand, like yeah. Adam Driver, like Channing Tatum's new, you know, newest career directions. I, I, you know, yeah. I'm starting to say I like Channing Tatum and not be afraid of it anymore. <laughs> uh, it's interesting, Daniel Craig, you know, really, clearly wanted to do something other than Bond after right. the last Bond movie, so I'm glad he got a chance to stretch his legs a bit. Um, and I'm just never really all that interested in Steven Soderbergh movies. Is my it was my problem, so I never I yeah. wasn't really going to be into it. What's some of his other work? Uh, Magic Mike is uh, one of the ones that come okay. to mind recently, and a lot of movies that have that sort of that. Uh, imagine that same hue uh, on a movie. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you've got a lot more Steven Soderbergh movies. Um, that being said, was uh, really liked the trailer. Really thought it was funny. Uh, I think I'm going to go see it and uh, just see how it goes. It'll probably be great, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably just get out of my own head when it comes to Soderbergh. It looks good. I yeah. agree. All right, so we're both buying on that one. That's a good note to end the week on. That good note to end buy, sell, stay on. So hang up your block car phones and uh, take off your day trader <laughs> outfits. It's time to gamble, Ryan. Uh-oh. Uh, let's move on to our last segment. Uh, we're doing the box office report at the beginning, and we've done similar segments to this. So uh, I thought we'd bring it back for the rest of the summer movies. Uh, this is called Over Under. Uh, this is where we're looking at box office projections uh, for movies coming out the rest of the summer. And uh, we're going to guess whether it's going to make Over Under on the opening weekend. Okay. This is, you know, these are all domestic box office opening weekends. Gotcha. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, the first one, uh, and uh, probably one of the newer ones to be coming out, is uh, The Mummy. is projected to make about $45 million. This is the Tom Cruise movie. $45 million opening week. And you think that's like a high number? It sounds low to me, honestly. I'm going to say I'm gonna say over. 
I can see Tom Cruise usually brings in like we talked we did the uh, bankability index earlier yeah. and uh, Tom Cruise was either one or like in the top three somewhere along those lines. He was up there. So obviously he rakes in a lot of money for a lot of movies, but I think a lot of I think a lot of his movies are slow burns and that it just takes mm-hmm. a while for people to come out. And I also think people are just a little inundated with reboots at this point. I don't know that that's true. So I think I'm going to... I The people that we hang out with are. I. It has been a bad year, summer for movies, dude. It oh, has yeah, been a bad fair. year that's in general. People have been performing way under projected. So I, okay. I, I think I'm going to go under on this one. I think right. people are really... Are, are actually starting to get tired of reboots. Good. I think that sentiment is coming. I, I hope so. I hope so, too, because a lot of these movies that are now in the works can just get trashed, like Young Young, Young Han Solo. Um, All right, uh, Transformers The Last Night is another big movie to come out. It is projected to make a fucking killing $179 million at opening weekend. That's Beauty and the Beast numbers right there. Uh, A little bit higher. Uh, Making a... Made a ton of money... All the other movies have. I know, I know. Can I, can I get a chance at that sentence one more time? Yeah. Uh, a lot, all the other movies have made a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's it's baffling. Like, I want to say under, but I'm like, why? Do, I don't know why, but they keep making a shit ton of money. Yeah. They make so much money. Absolutely. That I, that I don't feel comfortable saying under. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I want to believe it, especially because we just said... People are getting done with it, right? But I, but I don't feel comfortable saying it. <laughs> so I guess I have to say over. Over. All right. Well, we'll see, man. What do you? What about you? I gotta say under. I gotta have faith. Okay. I gotta say under. I've been maybe it's because I've been actually starting to look at these box office numbers with the projections, but like, it's just been a bad enough year for movies that I'm willing to predict that some of these like hanger honors yeah are gonna start falling you know yeah yeah um <clears throat> i don't know that w- this this opinion like has any validity but like may maybe wonder woman being a su- more of a success than people were expecting might like pump up numbers for later and like for at least summer movies like it might go like oh maybe we can go back to the movies now i think i maybe i could see it i could it could be possible. Wonder Woman has been Wonder Woman, though. By the way, way over projected. Really, I think Warner Brothers was tracking it around fifty, sixty, somewhere around there. Yeah. Industry tracking at around seventy, seventy nine. Got a hundred million dollars for the weekend. Okay, got a hundred million. So uh, Wonder Woman killed. I think you know that's a that's a good that's a good guess. We'll see yeah. if it works out. So you got the over. I got the under on that one. Um. All right, and a, a comedy we've actually been following a lot is, uh, by a lot, I mean we've done it twice now, is, is The House. Okay. Will Ferrell, Amy Poehler, it's projected right now to get about $26 million. These all n- numbers, wow. courtesy of Box Office Pro, by the way, I should point that out. Um, projected to get about $26 million in its opening weekend. What are you thinking? Um, I'm going to say under. Just because... Uh, I mean, it's been a minute since we've like I, I I can't think of a comedy this year that's you know that's been released already that performed well. Yeah. Um. So we're due one, but I'm uh, I'm questioning like Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler's power right now. Yeah. Like their pull power. I'm not sure that they they have enough for that. It's tough to say. It's that's really tough to say. I think Amy Poehler has gotten a lot more power, uh, and she's a little more equal to Will. Yeah. I will say snatched. Not stellar, but it was number two for its weekend. Did really well for its first opening weekend. So um, that's the Amy Schumer one. Yeah. Okay. I'll play devil devil's advocate on that one, but you're grabbing two different age groups and two yeah. different audiences on that one. Whereas the Will Ferrell Amy Poehler one will probably grab around the same crowd. I'm gonna. I'm with you. I think I'm gonna have to go under on this one. Okay. Yeah. I I, I just don't think it performs as well as we'd hope. Oh yeah. No. I, that's the thing is I wanted to do well. Right. But. I don't think it will. Yeah. Like, Popstar really wanted to, like, kill it, but also didn't work. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Fuck. All right. Well, we'll see. 
Baby Driver is also another one that's kind of a smaller movie that's coming out, but we've been really excited for it. Yes. It's projected to get about $15 million opening weekend. You think... Uh, what you I'm going to keep faith and say over. Yeah. I'm, I got to do the same. I saw that and I thought it was pretty low. Yeah. yeah. Surprisingly low. Like, I know it's Edgar Wright. It's, you know, it's sort of a smaller crowd, but at the same time, they've been advertising the hell out of this thing. Yes. And, uh, I mean... Jamie Foxx is not a small draw, nope. you know, even in a small part. Thank you for reminding me that he's in this. I was worried because Jamie Foxx is hosting that Shazam show on Fox, and I was like, oh, are we at, are we at that point in Jamie Foxx's career where he's hosting game shows? Jamie Foxx just does things. Yeah, he just likes sure. to he likes to be in front of things. Yeah. That's fine. I feel better now. And he likes to pick up small parts in movies, and that's when he gets to do his character acting stuff, and, yeah. that's, and that's when I like him a lot. <laughs> Yeah. You're just thinking of Horrible Boss, is that why you're laughing? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Mr. Uh, Jones is my father. <laughs> Call me, motherfucker. <laughs> Mr. Jones is my father. Um, all right. Uh, now, this one, I think, is going to cause a little more debate. Spider-Man Homecoming, mm-hmm. coming out in July, is tracking at about $135 million right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Guardians was tracking about 150. I think it came in at 146. Okay. Somewhere just under. Yeah. I'm going to say under, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Just because the sentiment of people getting tired of reboots, and I know for damn sure they're tired of Spider Man reboots. Mm-hmm. That we are. Ever, like, they're not. And anybody who even like expresses interest goes, I just don't know why they keep rebooting it. Spy, five Spider Man movies since the turn of the century. Five. <laughs> Five in less than 20 years. Five of them. <laughs> <laughs> this will make six in less than 20 years. And we should, and it's 2017, which means we can probably expect a second one by the end of the 20. Yeah. So that'll make seven? Seven movies in 20 years. Seven movies in 20 years. That's about a third. Star Wars got the seven movies in 38 years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, not if you count their Christmas special. I don't. <laughs> so you're guessing under for this one. I'm. I don't know that I'm guessing. Oh, you're. <laughs> oh, this is a this is a Ryan's lock it down. Put that yeah. shit in Vegas pick. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I don't see it happening. I'm gonna say way under. I'm I, thinking like eighty. Wow. Wow. Bold ass prediction. I don't think people care anymore, man. I would be inclined to disagree with you. Okay. I'm also going to go under as much as I don't want to, but I and I'm going under for all the points you've set. Okay. It's not going to definitely get us wide because people are tired of that shit. It's not going to be nearly as popular with people on the fringe. Right. Same time, superhero movies are big right now, and Marvel movies are big right now. People are all in that cinematic universe, and hearing that they're tying it in by bringing in Iron fucking Man... Bringing in Robert Downey Jr. for basically Iron Man 5. Yeah. And uh, having him act alongside everyone's favorite superhero growing up. You know, most people's favorite superhero growing up. Yeah. I think it's just going to bring in this huge crowd. And I think it's just going to... I think it's going to underperform on opening weekend, but not by much. Okay. I really think... Unless reviews come out and fucking trash this movie, which has not happened with the Marvel movies yet. But unless even the like really shitty ones. Exactly. So unless unless tra- unless reviews come out on Rotten Tomatoes and like trash it before opening weekend even starts. Yeah. I think this movie is set to to get close. That's a fair point. I'm still gonna say, I, I'm I'm no I'm gonna keep, stay locked in on on like way under. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, we'll see how that works out uh, <laughs> for both of us. Uh, War for the Planet of the Apes is also coming out this summer. It's tracking for about a $54 million uh, opening weekend. This yeah. is the third reboot. Not th- no, the third is the s- third sequel, sequel in the future sequels series of sequels. Prequels. They're pre. Oh, that's right. Yeah, my my fault. It's the third sequel in the in the like. They're probably gonna do four prequels. Yeah, the next Planet one's gonna be Apes. like. Uh, Win of, dominance of the, dominance of the, of the planets of the apes. Jesus Christ! I just I stopped. I honestly one don't think I ever cared. Right. <laughs> I think I watched the first one with an ex girlfriend of mine, and even then I was just like, yeah, but like, can we like, let's just have sex because this is this is lame. <laughs> 
Love it. So that's the move. So yeah, I just don't. I don't. So I'm gonna shoot under just because I've never cared. It, they've been making a lot of money and like the reviews on them are good, but I just at this point, adding on to everything we've said about re reboots and remakes and sequels, I don't see it getting there. Yep. And for the same reason, I am also going to bet the under. Oh, uh, you slept with your ex girlfriend instead of watching I that movie. Slept with my ex girlfriend instead of watching that movie. Work. Ah, uh, no, we saw it in theaters, so uh, ah. we could not have done that. Also, she was repulsed by me. But. Ah, <laughs> uh, but I'm still. <laughs> Uh, I'm still going to bet uh, the under on this one just because exactly what you said. Uh, uh, nobody cares. Nobody nobody cares mixed with Bad Summer for Movies. Yeah. You know, it's just time for Hollywood to step up their game again if they don't want to get trounced by television. All right, uh, some of the some of the uh, more fringe ones, and these have all been kind of fringe, but uh, well, let, let's move out with the last uh, big, bigger, wider release on this one, which is Dunkirk. Okay. Dunkirk is tracking for a $60 million opening weekend in late July. Uh, are you going to think over or under? I actually am going to go over. Ooh! Yeah. The, 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 anybody I hear talking about it, like, they just, there's still a lot of Chris Nolan love out there. There's a ton of it. So I think it's going to overperform. Yeah. I, I would be inclined to agree with you, not to mention the fact that war movies always attract a huge crowd. Yes. So. Uh, oh, you know, just everything together. It just yeah. makes me think. Yeah, it's going to make... I don't I'm, I don't think it's going to hit 100, but it's going to get up there. Yeah, I think it might hit $80 million. That's what, that was my guess. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, good on them. Good on Dunkirk. It'll be in theaters for a while, and uh, that'll be a nice uh, at-the-beach movie. Inception was an at-the-beach movie for me. Ah, mm -hmm. rainy day at the beach, you go see Inception. True that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Atomic Blonde. Is also coming out later in the summer. Uh, Ryan has a sly smile on his face because we are all very excited for this movie. Yeah, that movie looks good. It looks very, very good. Tracking for a twenty-seven and a half, twenty-seven point five million dollar opening weekend. Over. Over. Yeah. Um, going back to what I said earlier. <coughs> going back to what I said earlier. Um, I think Wonder Woman is definitely giving giving more weight behind like uh women backed movies. Yes. Um so once pe like if if the people haven't already gotten heir to Atomic Blonde and like just Charlie Theron beating wholesale ass in Europe, then as soon as they do they're going to be down for it. Yeah, I don't understand why it's only tracking it that much um already. I get that it's lower budget um you know, and I get that, you know, action movies um, with that aren't attached to anything traditionally don't do as well. But honestly, like by the time this movie comes out, considering not only Charlie Theron kicking ass, John Goodman, fucking John Wick director, which just got some fucking money. Like there's yes. just there is a lot to be excited about, and people get their information who watch movies get them so much differently. My parents go on Rotten Tomatoes now before they go see a movie. Yeah. It's like that is the most basic thing everyone does now before they go see a movie. It's it's just completely different nowadays, and I think this movie's going to fucking murder. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Excited for it. I'm been way over. Way over. Uh, and speaking of female-backed movies, Rough Night coming out uh, earlier in the year. Um, a little closer now. I think it's later in June. Um, Scar Joe up front. Bunch of women at a bachelor party. Uh, it's written by the two, uh, two people from Broad City. Okay. Who write for Broad City. Uh, I am getting kind of excited for this movie. Uh, it's getting a, good, a lot of good buzz around it, uh, but it's projected at twenty-five million dollars right now. Um, wait, you think over or under? Uh, if I could, I'd say that sounds about right, but I will go over just from um, Scar ScarJo and Kate McKinnon's in this too, right? Yes. Just from them, I will say it's going to go over. I think they're. ScarJo already pulls enough attention, and Kate McKinnon is easily the funnest, funniest, uh, I guess, female comedian. Like in my eyes, is is the funniest female comedian out right now. Right. Um. So I think the two of them together will will pull in a good crowd for this one. So I'm gonna go over. I gotta go under on this one. Really? 
Yeah, Kate McKinnon's kind of polarizing because she's on SNL, does all the Hillary Clinton, and does all that stuff. And not sure. to mention, um, and please don't take this as me not me feeling this way. Women's comedies are very polarizing to yeah. people because people, uh, women aren't funny is still like a is a common like thought among pretty much anyone that like isn't all that into comedy. They're just like. Yeah, I watch a couple comedians, but women comedians aren't really all that funny. My it's, wife has that opinion that women aren't funny. That it's absolutely not true. No. It's, uh, you know, and then people will always do the oh, we'll name some female comedians. Well, go see a fucking Kate McKinnon movie. <laughs> yeah. you know? Do you watch probably Tina Fey shows and loved it? You probably watched Amy Poehler shows and loved it. And uh, yeah, um, everybody loves Parks and Rec. Exactly. So you know. I don't. We don't need to have that debate right now. But ba- but it's basically, it's not a debate with us just saying, "Yo, women are funny." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't need to have the debate though about pe- with imaginary people who don't believe the same things. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we'll just say that that is still a prevailing opinion, unfortunately, among a lot of the masses. And I just think it. I, I don't think this movie does bad overall. I think it. I think it hits its target. But I think opening weekend it underperforms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, and the last movie. On the list, coming out later in the summer, the tearjerker, heartwarming, Megan Levy (laughs) is rejected. That's right, the Kate Mara movie with the dog. Oh, right, yeah. They're both soldiers, and she fights to bring him home. (laughs) Her fight is in the courts. (laughs) (laughs) And it was in Afghanistan, Ryan. This is a true story. There's no, no reason to disparage the real Megan Levy for this. A sh- cheesy ass dumbass movie. Yeah, no. Um, Good for Megan. Bad for this movie. Projected to get four point five million dollars. Mm. Uh, that's what I love about these is they're <laughs> right. They're right there. <laughs> Over or under? Do you think? Uh, over. Ooh. Stupid. Dog movie. <laughs> Stupid war movie. Stupid people and their dogma. <laughs> people love their dogma. <laughs> so yeah, over and not by much, like five million. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say over as well. Not only not only dogs, but soldiers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, you don't support the troops. You don't you, support the war, you don't support the troops. I I remember many many a time at uh at, at Cine Bistro that like all the war movies, like, those were big nights. Even if, like, I knew it was a bad movie. Yeah. Like, the, the crowd was coming. Well, yeah, that'll probably help it on opening weekend. Probably not much else after that. You know. Once people find out, it's a pile of hot garbage. Garbage. And that was it for over-unders. And that is in our it for our podcast. Any uh, final thoughts, Ryan? Nah. <laughs> thank God for Logan Lucky, I guess. Yes, thank God for Logan Lucky. That's it for our podcast this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. And Ryan, thank you so much for being here and putting it on the work. Always a pleasure.